0: we're entering the next phase of our journey, a period of 12 months, uh, where we, where ANCL will be with uh, Trinity Life Church TLC. Um, I'm going to increase, we'll be using that phrase a lot, ANCL with TLC. And the reason is, and it was Chris came up with it, so thank you Chris. <laughs> um, but the, the reason is that it's a period of time when we are walking with our brothers and sisters in TLC, walking alongside each other, and we're going to be significantly impacted, but so are they. Um, um, as Alan, wherever he's gone, shared with me at the end of the meeting last Sunday evening, he said, when Paul went to Malta, actually the bigger impact was on Malta. <laughs> and I'm, I'm believing at this time it, it will have, as, they, as TLC shows. us, Amazing love, which I'll talk a bit more about them, and that they will be more impacted than we are. Uh, because God loves when we sacrifice and, and responds to that. Um, the, um, it's going to be a time of being welcomed and making our temporary home with, with TLC. Because he knows that after a shipwreck, we need a safe harbour. Um, for a season that will bring healing, restoration, recovery, and strengthening. A time of rebuilding and equipping for the benefit of the kingdom and in readiness for what he wants for us going forward. But we're expect- it's not just going to be a time about us. We're expecting this will be a time for the miraculous and healings. We've heard so many times about this being a house of healing, a place of healing. I- I'm believing that this next 12 months will we will, we will start to discover what that means practically. Um, that, that, we will be, that will be seen by the city. A time of starting once again to impact the world around us, These, the community we lit, that this building's in, the city, the county. Um, it's a time, a significant time for us. Um, so during this time, as I shared last week, David and Susan uh, will be our, temp- uh, our senior leaders, um, and we're going to introduce the AMCL with TLC leadership team. Well, David's going to introduce them uh, shortly. Um, so let me just talk a bit about my new friend David <laughs> and Susan. Um, and I might get I might get upset now, but you know me well enough to cope with that. Um, I want to I want to honour them both um, and and TLC because for their willingness without conditions. Not, they're not doing they're not serving us at this time and loving us at this time because we're, we we said we're going to be part of you long term or we'll do this we'll do that. It's without conditions, which is uh, just so echoes and reflects God's heart for us. It's 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 without conditions. So I want I want to honour them. I've got to know David over the last. I think I worked it out. It was seven weeks <laughs> um, since the Tuesday when both of us really felt we we could see what God wanted to do. Uh, and we've become friends. And he he just, he, he, he keeps messaging me, <laughs> texting me. <laughs> and it's he's got this knack of messaging me when I need it Um, and just saying how are you doing and um, I I just want to bless him for that it's 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 been precious David and I know it's early days so we're starting on a journey but I and we've had some fun and we've had fun and laughter and we're gonna have more of that um, as a church at this time uh, and as we get to know them um, and, and Susan who I haven't spent so much time with I it's, the time is clear. She's got such a heart for people and such a heart even though she doesn't know us for NCO. It, it was Susan's prophetic picture that really was the start. It was unlocking, um, I think, seeing what God wanted for us. Um, so I want to honour you, Susan, for that. And, uh, um, and I, ju- I just feel so humble that they're willing and on behalf of TLC willing to deprioritize some of their plans. Once you get to know David, you'll know he has plans, <laughs> lots of them. But they've d- been willing to deprioritize their plans, f- really for the sake of the kingdom, for the love of us. And, and that that's such a precious thing. Um, to, to equip us as part, to help equip us at this time and support us and serve us and love us as part of the body of Christ in Leicester and, and so bless you too, bless you too, really bless you too. It's, so so what we'd like to do now is pray for them, um, I'm not sure how best to do this, where's my mate Rena? <laughs> shall we put chairs, yeah so let's put two chairs. Now, I'd like the transition team to come and pray, but I'd like us as a church to pray for these two lovely people. Um, Now, we need to do it in a somewhat COVID-secure manner. So, Sorry, can we move that way just so that we can get... um, So, transition team, feel free to come out or anybody else that would like to. Chris, um, but this is this is actually us as a church body honouring and blessing these two this couple. Um, and I'm not sure I can do it. so I'll hand over to Henry for it.
1: Okay. Um, before before we pray, I just wanted to say this to uh, David and Susan, as as we honour your your faithfulness and your selflessness to come and um, serve us. I want to read you Isaiah chapter 54. Now, when you hang around with people, some things rub on you. I've been hanging around a lot with Mr. Marlowe, so I'm going to read from the passion. Okay? Normally, I, I read an NIV, but uh, I'm going to read from the passion because it brings it passionately, as Chris would say. Isaiah 52, verse... 54 verse 2 and 3, increase is coming, so enlarge your territory, enlarge your tent, and add extensions to your dwellings, hold nothing back, make the tent drops stronger, and the pegs stronger, you will increase and spread out in every direction. Your sons and daughters will conquer the nations. But the the message here is increase is coming. Enlarge your dwelling, enlarge your tent, strengthen the tent pegs and and lengthen the cords. So we want to honor you because God, we believe God is on you. you. And as he brings this increase, we want to just say thank you So, Father, we want to honor David and Susan for the work that you have for them, for the call upon their life. We thank you for their faithfulness to you. And as we welcome them into ANCL family as they take us on, on shore at TLC, we want to thank you for what you have in store. So we pray, Lord, that may you increase their tent. May you stretch them, Lord, in the name of Jesus. We thank you for the work that you have laid before them. Like us, Lord, we don't know how the future of this journey is going to end, but we know that you have plans. And so we just want to honor them and say, Lord, enlarge their tent. Enlarge their capacity. Strengthen their cords. Strengthen, Lord, their pegs. We honor them. We thank them. And so we lift them up to you, Lord. And as we welcome them, we say, Holy Spirit, come and envelope us all as one family. For we ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. So, guys, feel free if you want to pray. Uh, there's a mic there, a uh, transition team. Just feel free. John Capon, do you want to go first? Uh, yeah. Got My own personal mic. Here. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> John's got his personal mic.
2: Bless you both. Yesterday, I, I was inquiring the Lord. Lord, can you give me a word for today, and particularly for David and Susan? And I, I sat down and I crafted this wonderful, you know, really impressive Shakespearean type, prophetic word. And I shared it with Alex and she said, are you sure? <laughs> I said, yeah, it sounds good. Yeah, so I was feeling more and more unsettled about it. So I put it, I put it down. And so it's staying at home until a later date. Okay. So I've got it down to a post-it note. and It's all based on today's date. What is today's date? It's the 22nd of the 8th. 2021, so I'm now going to indulge in some numerics. I know Chris Marlowe will be rolling his eyes back in, yeah. in their sockets. <laughs> 20, it's the 22nd, 22. And I was thinking of Isaiah 22:22, where it says, "What I open, no man can shut." Amen. Yeah. So what God has opened, no man can shut. Yeah. That's the 22nd. August is the 8th month, so that means new beginnings. Amen. You're probably aware of that. This is a, this is a, a season of new beginnings. Yes. Then I went to 2021. 20, now, 20 means the restoration of divine order.
1: Hallelujah.
2: Okay, so we'll take that. Yeah? 21 in our culture is, the, is when we come of age, or we used to celebrate it. In my time, 21 was, was the time when you got the key to the door. <laughs> Amen. So it means maturity. So I believe we're coming into a time of maturity.
1: Amen. Yeah.
2: Amen. For David, I just felt the Lord was saying he honors your apostolic anointing. Amen. Yeah, and recognizes you to be an apostle. Amen. <laughs> Susan, he says, Mother. Susan. Yeah, I was thinking of Mother Teresa came to mind. I think, we, I think we've got Mother Teresa. Yeah, yeah. But he said, Mother mother susan but there may be some nappies Mm -hmm. amen amen
1: Amen. thank you Um,
3: as i was stood there i just heard this sound trumpet call i heard heard and saw the word trumpet call I, there is a trumpet call Gone Out Over Leicester as you've stepped into this. Amen. There is a trumpet sound of your heart to see the kingdom of God in Leicester. Amen. God speaking Amen. to the kingdom in Leicester Amen. and you are part of the trumpet sound to make that happen. Amen. In doing this, God is going to anoint you so your, your ministry in that field is going to go like that as you have... Amen been willing to serve in this way as you've been willing to bless so i just whoever said earlier about the enlarging of your tents and that somehow we will help you to in enlarge just as much that is part of what God is doing yeah. in your trumpet call yeah. season the sound has yes. gone out the sound has gone out the minute that you stepped into this room yes. the minute that we have stood around you the yes. trumpet sound has gone out yes. and Lord I just want to thank you for that sound I yes. thank you that you have a heart for the you, city of Leicester Alan. I thank you Lord for this couple who are key in this city yes, Lord help Lord. us to see and 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 encourage and bless what they do yeah. and be a blessing to them as they walk with us yes.
1: thank you lord jesus amen, amen. 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 anybody else anybody else um. oh, okay.
4: hello here again. <laughs>
3: you're more than welcome to come again um as avril was sh- sharing we expect you to come again by the way um as avril was sharing um, i just got the, uh, the picture of you laying down boxes and gifts on the floor, and God just said removing them, and but then replacing them of, with a volume mm. of precious gifts. Oh, and that. God says you're the catalyst, yes. a catalyst that will open other doors, mm. other homes, other churches. Yes. That you will be the catalyst that brings the new in, yes. things you prayed for, mm. things you've seen, but Amen. the dreams and visions you want—they're yes. coming. So as you've set things down, God is going to give you more.
1: Yes. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah.
5: And um, So I was awake on Friday night, and I was just asking God, what, what do you want to show me? So I've got here a blank, blank canvas. He said, right, this is what September looks like. It's a blank canvas. There is no picture on it yet. And he showed me a palette. Now this, this palette is made up of different colors. Obviously, uh, it's a paint palette, um, and paint palette will have different colors in it, and that represents the team that are taking us forward in this season. There are different colors. Each person has different visions, values, and dreams. And what we're to do, what you're to do, is to to give the paint palette to the master painter. The master painter will take those colors He will mix them and he will paint an absolutely outstanding picture beyond your wildest dreams.
1: Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Anybody else, guys? Anybody else? Kath? Kath, come on in.
5: Um, God's just brought this picture back to me of an OAC. I've been thinking about it for a few weeks now, and we all know that the palm trees around the oasis are the, are the strongest trees, that, that's why they plant them. And I just felt, as we're walking together um, as TLC and All Nations to this year, that we will come to drink from that oasis, and, and to the desert traveller, mm. the o- oasis is really crucial. And I just feel that God's probably going to bring people in Mm. um, that are dry, that need sustenance, that need to drink, not only from him, Mm. but for us as a a whole congregation. And you're going to be part of that, so that's great. Amen, amen. Okay, so thank you so much. Uh,
0: Hello. Oh.
1: Okay, so Teresa and Steve, very quickly, just a minute.
3: This, um, you've given up such a lot. They've given everything and they've been prepared to lay aside some of their plans. And I feel God is saying to you, Moo, you said you'd go where God would send you. It was a bit of a shock. You didn't really expect it and it's new. And so I want to welcome you and I want to show love to you. And I want to say we love you and we expect and know that you're going to love us. Um, You being willing to give has created an atmosphere, uh, something that will go throughout, like a perfume. And the green that we can see in this picture and this word love on this picture is something they're going to bring. They're going to bring something fresh and green and wonderful and full of love and we will share this together and we will learn to help each other in this so i want to say welcome welcome to you i want to say thank you to both of you and i want to welcome you
1: to us today finally steve steve very quickly
2: yeah um hi just a very quick one um i feel the lord is saying to you for your trouble everything you're going to lay down
0: he says, "I will give you double for it." Amen.
2: Amen. Amen.
1: Amen. 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 Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Um, Andy, over to you. Um, thank you. Thanks, guys.
0: Hi. Um, right. It's over to David actually.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, so, David's going to. Sorry, David's going to introduce. Uh, The leadership team we've established at this time. Um, Yeah, you're right. I am. Good Good morning, everybody.
4: Well, we're so grateful for the whole transition team and who have worked together to bring us to today. And thank you for all that you have um, toiled with, prayed through, and believed for together. And now we get the privilege to appoint a new leadership team here at ANCL with TLC for this next chapter, and I'd like to invite um, the nine people just to come and stand with me if that's okay in the room, if you would like to come, and I'd like to introduce you uh, to everybody. Fantastic. Hmm. Well, this is Susan. We've been married for 30, how long? 30, 35 years. (laughs) And uh, I have to tell you, if I was going to be led by somebody in a time of restoration, I would choose her every day. And you're incredibly blessed, if I could say that. And eight amazing people who are going to stand with Susan, Andy and Kathy, who we honor today for the amazing role that they have carried in finding the heart of God for this next season. Behind the scenes, an amazing job has been done. I honor them. For Henry and Gwen, who are so respected by you as a congregation, and will play a vital role in what we're going to do together. We can't wait to get to know you. This is Colin and Ruth. Colin is the chair of trustees of TLC, he's an elder, and he's a huge encourager to me. And Ruth is many things counselor a lover of people etc etc and they're an amazing couple and in a moment I'm going to let them go because they're meant to be on holiday and, they, and they've got a long drive so I'm going to let them go at the end of this and this is Lawrence and Hazel. Lawrence is part of the senior leadership team of open hands he's the best frisbee player I know <laughs> just to let you know and climber. Hazel is part of the senior leadership team of TLC she's our operations manager She's a deeply creative person, and you're going to love this couple. In fact, Susan and I just prayed and said, who are the two couples out of our whole church? We'd love to come with us for this chapter. And you have been blessed because they both said yes. What a team. I want to ask you a question, the nine of you. Will you love Jesus and love the people? And will you do your best? To care and lead and watch over this amazing congregation. And I charge you in the presence of God to do this. And Father, I pray for a supernatural anointing to come on these nine amazing people. And Susan, as she steers, and the rest of the team. Lord, I believe you're about to do something very special. And I honor you and honor these amazing people. And Father, we're walking together into the fullness of the plan of God. Amen. Shall we welcome all of these people? Have a great holiday. Thank you very much.
6: Well, before David comes to speak to us today, I just wanted to say thank you so much for your welcome, and we welcome you as well to be part of us at TLC, and and you will get to see people from around our different campuses as we go forward, and we hope you'll really feel part of the family for this part of your journey. Um, Leicester has one church, and we are privileged to be part of it, aren't we? And not be faint. And this is a day today for renewing hope and renewing our hope in the Lord and renewing our strength. And David and I already feel a supernatural love for all of you, even though we haven't actually met many of you yet, but we just feel this overwhelming love already for the people of all nations. And I can't wait to get to know you all better. Um, This is a privilege, it's a miracle and this is a journey, and I think that's how we should look at it. It's a journey that begins today. It's a journey of learning to walk together, and we all need in that to be humble. It's a bit like um, when people come together in marriage, isn't it, you know, that you have to learn to to walk together. You have to learn to be humble, to be honoring. We're gonna be honoring with each other. We're gonna be open and honest, face-to-face conversations, flexible, patient, kind it's a journey as well of step-by-step progress not not everything is things are not going to suddenly change overnight but it'll be a time of healing a time of strengthening bit by bit in in every way and a journey of restoration and that word has already been mentioned today several times restoration of you restoration of this house restoration of purpose direction of hope and of joy And out into our city, because the person who brought the word to me about being a mother doesn't know, but something I pray over my own life from a prophetic word many years ago over me is that I'll be a mother of many nations. (laughs) And uh, I think that maybe part of that is coming true today. Um, But out into our city, a restoration of broken walls and a builder of lives again, that we'd be seen as a part of that. And a journey of discovery. Each of us finding our place, each of us just finding that place again in the body, finding that place again to serve in the plans and purposes of God and of us as a team and and those who are in leadership here, discovering the gold in each one of you and um, seeing you flourish and seeing you find your place again. And it's a journey of listening. And I just want to promise you today that I will listen to you. I will listen to you. And the team will listen to you and we will listen to one another. And we will listen as well to the Holy Spirit and be led by the good shepherd step by step because he goes ahead of us. And if I have one picture for today, it's the, the shepherd goes ahead of the sheep and we're just going to follow step by step, put our feet in his footprints. So I'm truly excited. Um, this is a journey of adventure because it's got no clear end goal because I don't believe we're ever going to get to say, oh, we've arrived now. The whole thing is a journey, isn't it? Rather, we're going to walk quietly, get on with it, keep walking. Maybe we'll even break into a little run, like it says in that chapter in Isaiah, into the Father's plans for us and into the Father's plans for our great city of Leicester. So I want to encourage you to pack your bags (laughs) and to join in and get involved right from the start. And I, I want to pray Isaiah 40 over you, that you will walk and not grow faint that you'll run, and you'll not grow weary, and you'll even soar like eagles. <laughs> and let's just see what he will do. Um, so now, over to David, thank you.
4: Thank you so much, guys, leading us this morning, Ruth. That was wonderful, wonderful sense of God. What a brilliant band. And for all your ongoing Uh, Passion in leading us, are so grateful for all of that. And if you're joining us in the catch-up video, welcome to All Nations Church Leicester with TLC. And I want to share just something I believe the Lord has given me, and I hope you'll be encouraged by that as you watch at home and here in the room. A discussion often takes place in my head and my heart, what the church should be. People who don't attend church think of it based around religion and buildings and irrelevant and out of touch. And yet the body of Christ is a God-created, beautiful picture of people all around the world who love Jesus and who love people and want to share this with everyone they can. And today, I want to humbly bring a picture of the church that we are called to be for the sake of the people who are on their way to be added to it. In Acts 27, we read about a shipwreck. Paul being taken to Rome for trial is involved with nearly 300 others in a disaster that leads to this ship being destroyed. And God intervenes, and they arrive at the island. And that becomes a picture to them of, I think, of something similar to what the church is to be today, and how it is to respond to a broken world. And Acts 28 has become very precious to us over the last few months uh, and very precious to Susan and I because it describes to me the church that we are called to be. And let's just read a few verses here from Acts 28, and it'll be on the screen. Once safely on shore, we found out that the island was called Malta. And the islanders showed us unusual kindness and they built a fire and welcomed us all because it was raining and cold. And there was an estate nearby that belonged to Publius, the chief official of the island. And he welcomed us to his home and showed us generous hospitality for three days. And his father was ill in bed, suffering from fever and dysentery. And Paul went in to see him and after prayer placed his hands on him and healed him. And when this had happened, the rest of those on the island who were ill came and were cured. And they honored us in many ways. And when we were ready to sail, they furnished us with the supplies that we needed from the shipwreck the people found an unusual place the island became a place of safety of unusual kindness of fire of hospitality generosity honor healing this is a picture of the church and a picture of what our heart is to bring to you at this time and i'd just like to look at those different aspects the island was a place of safety Once they were safely on shore, they found that the island was called Malta. The word Malta is derived from the Greek word meaning honey, sweetness. And the church is to be a place of honey, a place of safety, a place where we can lose fear, where we can rest and stop striving, where we can be ourselves, when we can disagree with respect, where the people are pure. And the leaders are real and not performers where we find home. The church should be a beacon of light, even in the darkest night. A place of safety for everyone who comes. I love the picture of home, returning to a safe place. And this is our heart in this next season. The island was also a place of unusual kindness. The church must say to people, you are accepted before we know you welcomed without agenda. This is a place where time is given and prayers are offered where hope lives and anything can happen. A place of unusual kindness. It's why I love free coffee, free barbecues, giving gifts to visitors, preparing our best. It's why I believe we should never give up on people. We should be prepared to forgive and offer another chance. It's why I believe that if we're humble together, we say sorry, we offer forgiveness and let God change our hearts. The church can be a place where anybody can be changed. Kindness is not being the same and agreeing on anything. If you've ever thought that's what it is, it isn't, because we're allowed to disagree. Kindness is holding to what the Bible says, yes, and the morals and standards that it teaches, but it's doing it with love. And as a church, we believe that God has clearly shown his truth concerning relationships and intimacy and what is right. As a church, we know what he said about the sanctity of life and the preciousness of every baby. As we know, his uh, called to us as a church for holiness. But let's always be kind with how we talk about all issues that are difficult. A church of unusual kindness. The island was also a place of fire. A few weeks ago, a young man came to our house to, hit, to mend one of our loos. There was a leak behind it. And as he arrived, he saw one of my guitars in the window, and immediately he began to talk about guitars. I made him a nice coffee, and we began to talk about his life. He told me about his Instagram feed, and I ended up watching lots of his music videos as he was tinkering away in the U-bend of our house, and, and just talking to him and, and getting to know him, etc. And then he asked the question that everybody asks, what do you do? And I asked him the question that I always ask, what do you think? No one has ever said to me in all the years, you look like a man of God with the glory around you. I've been asked many things. The, my favorite one was when we were on holiday and the lady said to me, you look like a PE teacher with your muscly calves. I tell you, I felt like a new man. But he said to me, you know, I don't know, what of this or, I don't know, male model, he said, or something, like, I don't know what, I can't remember. And then I said, I, I'm a vicar, I lead a church. And I love the response on people's faces in those moments because they've got this image of what we are. And we began to talk. And I realized that what he needed more than anything was an encounter with the fire. And at the end, I prayed with him. He mended my loo. I prayed for him and Deck. I'm believing that he'll find his way. Maybe he'll come and join us one Sunday morning here and find Jesus. It was a place of fire. Let's keep building a fire that others can be warmed and impacted by. The church must be a place where God is really at work and his spirit is truly active. And we believe this is time for a fresh visitation, a place of fire. The island was also a place of hospitality. He welcomed us to his home and he showed us generous hospitality. Now, recently, something dramatic has happened in our family. And We have two sons, three grandchildren. We love life. But we are not animal lovers. And don't leave, if, if, don't fall out with me. But what happened was one of our interns working with us has, had a dog and said, look, I'm going to university, I need to find a home. And we thought, well, what do we think? And we let it visit for one day, and then we let it stay for a week. And by day three, that dog was going to stay with us forever. And something happened is because when the kids were young, they'd go, can I have an animal? And so we got two old rabbits, just so I could always say, you never looked after the rabbits. (laughs) But this dog has become a wonderful distraction for our lives, and we are very, very fond of her. And it's like having a new toddler. (laughs) A new thing. It's a wonderful distraction for us at the moment. But this dog... Needs help, hospitality, where she sleeps, where she eats, how she behaves. Susan has been going to a dog training class. I kid you not, <laughs> sitting there learning how to deal with this dog. It's fantastic, and she loves it. If uh, if she's the... said, so I don't break, I don't break it all when I come home. That's terrible. We're a we're a team, love. But learning how to be hospitable. The church is to be a place of unusual hospitality. Where we open our hearts and homes to others. Where we share meals together. Let's invite new people for dinner. Let's see new people when we see them walk through the door in the months ahead. And they certainly will. Some of who used to be here are going to return. Some who are curious and nosy are going to come and have a look. Some are going to come to find Jesus. Let's welcome them with hearts of love. Let's be a place of hospitality in small groups together, standing together, praying for one another, never giving up on one another, not in cliques, but a place where no one stands alone and everyone can find a friend. We are coming to the end uh, in TLC of uh, getting our new Compassion Center ready on the edge of St. Matthew's Estate. And yesterday we had a new huge entrance fitted to it and my heart is just filled with joy at this amazing thing God has helped us do And at the beginning of October, we opened this new center for the lost and the broken and the asylum seekers and the refugees and the poor and the addicted and those who need help to come and find what? A place of hospitality where they're loved regardless of what they look like, smell like, behave like, they're loved. I love that. Let's be a place of hospitality. The island was also a place of honor. A couple of weeks ago, three weeks ago, we sat um, in number 12 with the transition team. And for me, there was such a sense of honor in the room. Honor for one another, honor for others who weren't there, and honor for Susan and I. The church must be a place of honor, where respect and honor is given to people of all ages, where children are safe, young people are able to be real, Seniors are honored, and those married and single and widowed are loved the same. Where color is never a factor, but every person is equally valued, equally loved, equally developed, equally released. Let's keep growing. Let's remove all discrimination. Let's grow in love for one another. In this next season, let's treat one another with love. Let's be flexible to walk together with honor. Let's always speak in texts and social media and in private conversations with honor. Let's pray for one another with honor. Let's expect God to bring back returning families and individuals and new people and lost people and let's treat them all with honor. i was so moved talking to my dear friends, Ian and Moira Jones, who many of you will know and I love deeply. They're gonna come and visit us soon just talking about their heart for you and their love still of so many of you that they think about even though they live in Leeds now. May we be together more and more a place of honor. The island was sixthly a place of generosity. When we were ready to sail, they furnished us with supplies we needed, that the church would be generous, always investing in the poor, always giving away to mission, always blessing the city, always going beyond. A carpenter was fitting some doors that had been given us in our new center recently. He said, how have you paid for this during a pandemic? And it's been such a journey to see that building finish. But God has met our needs sovereignly through so many different people and churches and organizations who've helped us. A place of generosity. Let's be generous to others. Let's be generous in our giving in the house. Let's be generous in this next season. I love this picture in Acts 28 of the picture of the church, a place of safety, of unusual kindness, of fire, of hospitality, of generosity, and of honor. And the island was also, lastly, a place of healing. When this had happened, the rest of those on the island who were ill came and were cured. Sarah Stanley came to TLC as the cleaner of our community center in Bronston. She found the building was a place of healing. And people cared for her, and the campus supported her, and she found love. And, and last week, she died. But not before she'd experienced the greatest healing anyone can find. And she found Jesus. Joined his family And then he came and took her to heaven. We all carry pain. We all have a measure of damage. All of us. We all need healing. And for so many of you, this season as a church has been so painful. And we're deeply sorry for this. And for those of you watching, we're sorry for those of you who have been wounded. The church must be a place where we encounter God and we get healed. And I believe he is bringing you and us to a new season of healing. As I entered the start of this year in my own life, I knew the father wanted to do something significant in me. I think partly preparing me for this day and this season. And there've been many times in my life when The Lord has met with me powerfully, and I just knew that there was something He wanted to deal with me, in me. So I asked Susan to to sit and pray, and as we prayed, I had the clearest vision I've ever had since I became a Jesus follower at the age of 19, 36 years ago. And this is what I saw. I saw a, a river flowing, and it was flowing and deep. And at the side, all of a sudden, I was taken to a little bush. And behind this bush was a small wall and a door that was opened that couldn't be seen. And I looked at that door, and there was some contaminated water just coming out that door and impacting the flow of the river. And in a moment, I knew that this water was nothing about me or my sin, but it was something in my line, my family line, a long time ago. And in the vision, I went to this door and I couldn't shut it. And I sensed Jesus there beginning to dig the soil around the door and oil the hinge. And then I heard a sound of this powerful water coming. And I knew something was going to happen in my life that I may never recover from. And all of a sudden, this water crashed along the river and through this little door and washed it out. And then I saw, and this is not usual for me to see this as clearly, a big boot that kicked the door shut and then a hand with a key in it. And literally in our lounge, it was near lunchtime, I reached out and I took this key, I locked the door and when I turned around, the wall had gone, the door had gone and I knew it would never return. And six months on, something happened in me that brought another level of healing. And I want to prophesy to you and this house today, and God is here, we're going to have a time of healing together. This work was founded on a longing for God and a longing for people to find him. The roots of this house are ones of deep love for Jesus and deep love for the presence of God. The men and women who pioneered this house loved him deeply. And I know there's been some pain. I know fallouts and difficulties and challenges and huge disappointments. But in the seeds of this work are seeds of hope, Seeds are possibilities. Dreams not yet fulfilled. And God still sees the seed. And he wants to bring a time. I just just believe that river is going to come again. And seed is gonna come to life, harvest time. When we first began to meet with Andy and talk with him and then some of the wider team, I had a picture of prodigal sons and daughters who had been wounded in this house. Returning to find him. And some of you, that's your children. And I agree with you in the name of Jesus. In this season, may they return. Can we all stand together? I wonder if you would just put your hands out in front of you. Because the whole morning has been about honor. And we honor his presence here among us. Jesus is in the room. Why not go home and text somebody not here and say, come on, come and do this journey with us. Let's see what God might do. Come on, let's walk it together. Father, I pray for every person in this room, every man and woman and boy and girl. Cause your presence to come upon them. Father, we bring our brokenness to you. Our disappointments to you. Our disillusionment. And we pray, Holy Spirit, come. Just breathe in his life. The healer is in the room. Breathe in his life. We love you. Father, we love you, we honor you, we bless you, we praise you. This is all about you. We step aside and we place you at the very head of all that we represent. This is not about personalities and people and names. This is about you, Lord, and we give it all to you. Take us forward for the honor of your name. We're so grateful. Just quietly speak out your thanks to him where you are. Just begin to thank him. Begin to thank him. The goodness of God. The goodness of God. In the name of Jesus. 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 Jesus. We love you. We praise you.